Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Cole Boo Boo Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. And this is Rick Swan. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. I'm Rocco Sita Romero. David Starr. Support Russell Talk. You are watching Russell Talk. Congratulations, you got here. Now, subscribe and support Russell Talk. Support Russell Talk and please subscribe now. Support Russell Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support me. Support Russell Talk. Support Russell Talk. Support Russell Talk. Because they talk about wrestling and I like it. Support Russell Talk. Go subscribe. Support Russell Talk. Home of Lou Gowen. Whatever Russell Talk is and whoever Lou Gowen is. Both the Ravens. Nevermore. Russell Talk. Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Chopper Pete Quinnell and I'm joined by J- Dave, just Dave, the friend, Dave not Meltzer. You've got a lot of names now. I, I have I have many, many names, almost as many as Shorty. Almost as many as Shorty. Well, we'll come on to that in the main portion of the show. Uh, but yes, Dave is here. Hi, Dave. Hello. Hi. Yes. Hello, How's Dave. your week been, mate? Um, do you know what? It's been okay. Yeah? It has been lazy for mm-hmm. the most part. Good. Um, got friends visiting from mm. America. Yes, we do. Always very nice. Yeah. I'll be going round to your house tonight with yes. friends. Yes, we've been practicing beer pong. Yeah. We're playing with... Practicing. Them. That's big air quotes, by the way. Well, some of us don't need practice. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people. I do. Yeah. Desperately. I'm, mm-hmm. my, my beer pong ability is wildly erratic at best. Good. Um, and we're playing with the weird American rules. What's the weird American rules? So, like, whenever I've played it, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you're the same, yeah. um, you put the beer in the cups, yep. and the ball, the ping pong ball, has one bounce, middle of the table, to go into the cups. Yeah, can do it that way, yeah. The American rules are, mm-hmm. there are no bounces, uh-huh. um, and you put water in the cups, okay. and drink your own beer because it's more hygienic, which okay. I can kind of get because the ball can go on the floor. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. And then... There are just a just a multitude of other little rules here and there. Because uh-huh. you play in teams, apparently, and everyone right. on one team throws their ball at one time. Not at once, but yeah, yeah, yeah. in order. Kay. And, like, you know, if all of them get one in the cups, then they get the balls back and throw again. And if they get it into the same cup, then you remove another cup. And you can rearrange them twice per team. And there are weird names for the rearrangement alignments. Y- you know what makes... <laughs> Beer pong more fun. Com- more rules. A complex set of rules. 
that you will definitely remember the more you drink. Yes. Like, drinking rules, uh, drinking games, having more rules is fun, because if you break yes. the rules, then you have to drink more. Exactly. That's not the case with this beer pong, though. No, no, You've just got to abide by the rules. Yes. And that's not fun. No, exactly. And especially when it's one person who you have to trust. <laughs> and, and Carson is not very trustworthy. No, not even a little bit. <laughs> There's a li- at least three or four times where he'd say a rule and everyone else was sort of looking going, wait, really? That's not right. That's not what we did last time. Yeah. And he's going, just do it. <laughs> Classic. Uh, we've got another friend staying as well who's actually staying at our place. So you've got the uh, American friend staying at your house. Yes. And we've got another friend that's going to be staying in our flat as well, uh, possibly. He might be staying at yours again tonight. I don't know the rules. Yeah, it's it's all a bit It's a free-for-all. Really. Um, but yeah, so we've got friends visiting. We're going to have a good time tonight, hopefully. Um, stressful week this week I've had. So yes. yeah, it's been very busy, very you, stressful. You need to de-stress, my friend. Oh, I shall tonight. <laughs> That's the plan. We, we, we enforce de-stressing. Enforce de-stressing, yeah. It, it, you're kind of like just like an American friend. J- just do it, will you? <laughs> just de-stress now. Just de-stress. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> Organized <No>. fun. <laughs> But of course, now that we've got another new person visiting the house, mm. you, know, you know what that means. Oh, we've got the rule! Another rule! Oh, <laughs> God. Right, do you want to explain the the literal house rule that you have yes. for, so, new, for new visitors? So, uh, at mine and my housemate's house, we have um, a rule for anyone new who visits, and unfortunately, anyone else who happens to be in the house at the time. Mm-hmm. So... A few years ago, I was given a bottle of an alcohol. To this day, no one's quite sure what it is. It's from Bulgaria. Um, And, yeah, it was given to me by a work colleague who said he was going to get me this uh, Bulgarian drink when he went home. And then he just comes back into the office one day and just hands me this black paper bag and just goes, as promised, and walks off. (laughs) And it's this stuff. And it's not good. No, no, it's not good. But any new person who visits the house must go through the rite of passage of having a shot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's awful. Yeah, it's Everyone not Everyone else who's in the house must join them in a sort of weird camaraderie yeah. effect. But uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be happening. So that's going to be happening got, tonight. Got that to look forward to. Great. <laughs> it ended so well last time. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. We've got an email here from Garrett Porter who says, Hey, Pete and his new assistant. Wow. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about that. I'm reading the email. Don't blame me. Um, I'm writing from San Antonio, Texas. My name is Garrett, and listening to you guys gets me through the workday. Automotive technician. Uh, I've been listening since before Luke, but hadn't really shown my support yet. Well, that has changed. I'm now driving around, spreading the good word. Hope you have a great week. And uh, what match in all of existence would you recommend someone to watch? Support WrestleTalk. So quickly, before you answer that question, we've got a picture attached to it oh, have of we? him get- having the WrestleTalk logo yes. on the side of his truck. It's Support WrestleTalk. It genuinely That's a is. vinyl on the side of his truck, which is Garrett, you, awesome. You are a hero. Garrett knows how to support wrestle talk really in does. the best way yes so thank you very much for that garrett i nearly just destroyed the set yes, while we did. were doing that i just backed up and i almost just smashed the hundred thousand subscriber plaque that you get from youtube oh, you imagine do- that oh you can't do that imagine oh, that um but answering your question uh what match in all of existence would you recommend someone to watch I'd say something that i think is easy to grasp for any new 
wrestling fan mm-hmm. or someone that is introduced to wrestling or someone that likes wrestling, I'd say it would be Bailey versus Sasha Banks from NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 1. I think that's a very easy story to follow. You get it from the video package. You don't have to have like this pre-existing knowledge of wrestling beforehand. And the story within the match is great. Finish is great. It's a really feel-good match. I think that's an amazing match that anyone who's interesting or new to wrestling should watch. That's a very good one. See, I was also pipping towards NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one I was thinking of gives existing fans of wrestling just something new to watch with a storyline that they can get behind. It gives new fans, even if they don't know the wrestlers involved, it gives them, they will get the idea of the importance of both people involved, both for the newness factor of one of them and how important this guy was to the brand at the time, mm-hmm. which is uh, Zayn Nakamura. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and again, very easy story to follow. There's a video package right beforehand that explains everything you need to know. Precisely. Yeah, so yeah, it's I, perfect. I would give an honorary shout out to one I really like, which mm-hmm. is, it gets, it's one of the best examples for me of someone getting someone else over. Yeah. Which is um, uh, Taker versus Hardy. Okay. Uh, and that ladder match, which was just, it not necessarily the making of Jeff Hardy, but it was just the whole thing of Taker is beating him down and beating him down and he is not giving up. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it's just the ultimate just plucky underdog. That moment where he's being beaten down and he's just on his knees and he just starts hitting and hitting and hitting and pounding on him and beating on him. And Taker just knocks him down with one punch. Yeah. But he's just sort of sitting there stunned, just like, whoa, okay. Yeah. And there's like, just like a Hail Mary whisper in the wind mm-hmm. and a bit at the end where he's like, I'm still, I'm still standing. It's beautiful. Awesome. Great shout. Uh, But that will do it for the first part of this. Let's get into the main portion of the show where we're going to be reviewing SmackDown. And this is a bit of a reach, but is Kofi Kingston turning heel? Here's the show. Uh. Kofi Kingston is probably not turning heel but I needed a good title, okay? Yeah. Give me this one. Nothing happened on this show. Mm. So, the New Day are getting ready for their match later on the night on SmackDown. Yes, they're having, having, a, having a little sing-song. Having a little sing-song. They're having an eight-man tag match. They're teaming up with Heavy Machinery yep. to take on the Revival and uh, Rudolph, the Red Nose tag team. <laughs> just the best name for a tag I team. Love, I love that tag team name. Uh, uh, so, the New Day are there, just like singing a song. Biggie saying he doesn't want children or something. Yeah, they're jamming out. He's got a really lovely baritone. He has a great voice. Um, and he's at, they're having a good time. In comes Tucker from Heavy Machinery, just yeah. plunks a table down. And he says, you know, at Crown Jewel, we're going to be in the largest tag team turmoil match, which is, lest we forget, the largest tag team turmoil match to determine the World Cup of the best tag team in the world. I think that's the official title. You're just going to, like, get things that are more and more words now. Last time it yeah. was the Bailey Buddies. Yep. This time it's this abomination what, of a What, wacky waving inflatable on flailing tube, Ben? That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This time it's this monstrosity of a title for a title, title. with 18 words in it. What, what? Where does it go from here? I don't know. It's going to be the largest tag team turmoil match to determine the World Cup of the best tag team in the world at the international event known as Crown Jewel. <laughs> in Saudi Arabia. In Saudi Arabia. No, never mentioned that. Oh, no, of course not. Where's this event taking place? Who knows? Anyway, Tucker comes in and he says, at Crown Jewel, we're going to be taking part in the largest tag team turmoil match etc uh, but tonight 
we're going to be teaming together. So I thought we'd try and do build a little bit of camaraderie, and we'll try and lift your spirits, Kofu, from yeah. losing the heavyweight title, which was great because that's the first time that's been mentioned yeah. since he lost the title. It's just not been mentioned on camera. We've spoken about this before, mm -hmm. and I, I wasn't expecting it to come from Tucker. No, that's true. Of, of all people, just to pluck him out of the air to yeah. mention the title. Um, and we're thinking, great, it's finally been mentioned. Now, finally, Kofi is going to address this. Oh, mm -hmm. no. No, he's not. No, he's not. Swerved. He says, uplift my spirits. Man, no. Come on, man. I got the power of positivity. Man, that's all I need. And the first time I heard that, I went, Ugh. As did I. Come on, because, like, we've been waiting for some sort of catharsis yeah, exactly. for, for Brock beating Kofi, and we really haven't got anything yet, and it just seems like Kofi doesn't care. Yeah, it's, it's almost it's almost like it never happened. Exactly, yeah. Or like he's trying to make it seem like it never happened. Exactly, He's yes. not addressed it, he's not come out to the WWE Universe and talked about it, mm -hmm. nothing. Yeah. But then... I went on Reddit. I went to the Squared Circle on Reddit. And a few people have pointed out that Kofi squeezed the pancake. And I was like, say what? How is that relevant? So I went back and watched the clip again. And actually, this might be a really subtle moment from Kofi. Credit to WWE. If this is what they intended, this could be an amazing little tease of what's to come. If if this is what they intended, then that I... I will be lost for words. I yeah. will I will eat your hat. I'd rather you didn't. I like well, my hat. It's been said now, it's canon. <laughs> <laughs> I have many, I can give you a spare, it's fine. Cool. So as Kofi is saying that line about mm. uplifting spirits, I don't need it, I've got the power of positivity. He's got pancakes in his hands because yep. that's what he does. As he's saying it, he clenches his fists, squeezes yeah. these pancakes into tiny little pieces, like really like white knuckling his fists. Yeah. As he comes in, he's really squeezing that as he's saying the line. Mm. So you could read it as he's just saying it, which is what I thought at first. But you could read it that he's got this kind of internal struggle and he's not yeah. addressing how he's actually feeling and he's masking the anger that he's got. He's just, sa just saying, oh yeah, power of positivity, I'm fine. When he's not fine. Yeah. So maybe this could be leading, not necessarily even to a heel turn. It just fits on the title better. Yeah. Could be a heel turn. It could be him leaving the New Day. It could be him just kind of rethinking about his character. It could be lots of things. But I thought it was a really, really interesting thing to point out. Because I was like, I didn't even notice it at first. That's no, how subtle this exactly. was. And it's not, it's not the kind of thing we've seen from them. Like, yes, it could be just a kind of, ah, I'm hyped up, etc. Ah, Thor, another kind of deal. <laughs> another! Yeah. Yes. But we haven't seen... I never thought I'd say this sentence in my life. Mm -hmm. We haven't really seen the New Day squishing their pancakes before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, and they're pretty sacred. They've flipped they, out. Yeah. When people have, like, thrown <laughs> over... Yeah, when people have, like, thrown over their tray of pancakes, they've been like, yeah. Guys, they're my pancakes. They're yeah. sacred. They throw them out, but they're whole. And this is, like... I don't... I don't want to pay too much credence to it. I know. I really don't want to believe it. In my head, and every single time the new day come out, I'm going to be zoning in on the pancakes. Yes, I'm going to be zoning in on Kofi. It's like, what's on, Kofi doing? Is he smiling? On his hands. And on his hands. Yeah. So I don't know where this is going. And realistically, I don't think this means anything. It's realistically, it's not going anywhere. Realistically, it's going nowhere. And even if it was going somewhere, that doesn't mean it's going to be followed up next week. Of course. So I don't think there's actually that much credence to be lent to it. Mm. However, I like speculating. Oh, and I, I, love, I, think I love a bit of speculation. Yeah, and I enjoy speculating about it. So if 
let's say that this is Kofi bottling up his true feelings. He's really angry about losing the title. Yeah. And maybe he holds some sort of resentment to the power of positivity because it's not working. He can't mm. just be positive. He lost the WWE Championship that means so much to him. Maybe he wants to leave the New Day. Yeah. And he go it alone as a single star. I mean, he's the one that won the WWE Championship. He's the one that had Kofi Mania. He's the one that wants to go back and find that single success that he never had yeah. properly until the WWE Championship run. And then maybe just leaving Woods and E as their own tag team. Not necessarily turning heel, but just no. being like, guys... I can't do this positivity stuff anymore. It's just not me right now. And he goes away for a bit, finds a new character, comes back as like this new single star. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be cool. It'd be a nice take on it. It would be a really nice way to make the Brock Lesnar squash mean something. Yeah, it, it finally gives it some kind of meaning. And it you could almost then forgive the lack of attention it's been paid mm -hmm. since it happened. Exactly. Because um, then it would make story sense. Exactly. It's it's been he's deliberately been not paying it any heed because oh my friends are here, they're being positive, I need to be positive too. You know. Push it down. Push it down. Push down. Don't the address feelings. the feelings. Yeah, exactly. I mean yeah. and I think there's a lot of people that can relate to that feeling a lot. Yes, absolutely. Of just bottling up your feelings and not talking about it. It's one of the most common things, especially with like mental illnesses and stuff, yeah. and not talking to your friends and not seeing, you know, therapists and all that stuff. I'm mm. not saying it's as deep as that, but just in general, that feeling of not expressing yourself and not opening mm. up your feelings is something that a lot of people could relate to. So that yeah, could make for true. a really sympathetic baby face yes. for Kofi. And not necessarily a heel turn at all, but just him just being like, I can't open up about my feelings. Everyone's like, I feel you, man. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you with your feelings. Poor choice of words. Anyway, um, but yeah, or. This could be a heel turn. This could be him holding resentment against Biggie and Woods yeah. for not like addressing the loss. For them not, you know, at least on. I'm sure in real life they they have addressed yeah. it and spoke about it. But I think on camera they've not spoken about his loss at all. They're just like, oh, that happened. Mm. Power of positivity. Yeah. So maybe Kofi is holding some resentment to them, and he's gonna almost take it out on them. And indeed, holding resentment possibly to the rest of the locker room. I remember when he was getting there and fighting his way in the background. So many people in the locker room supporting Kofi. Yeah. Where, you know, maybe holding resentment to them for not trying to help him. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot of different ways it can go. Yeah. And almost none of them are going to happen. Of course. <laughs> but, 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 like, I, I think it's a... It's, some, it's one of the best talking points of this show. Yes. Because nothing happened, but... Also, it would be an interesting talking point even if this was a jam-packed show yes. because this is something that's subtle and good storytelling, which is something we don't see very often very in WWE, which is one of the main reasons I find it so hard to believe that's what they wanted to do. Exactly. But if they did intend this, massive credit to them because yeah. this is really, really interesting. If they follow it, if there's, if there's a little something next week and you see Kofi just like smiling power of positivity and Big and Woods walk off and he just goes... I'm going to be yeah. like, oh, oh yeah. it's the thing, it's happening, it's we happening, it's happening. all over it. Oh, yeah, all over it. And then we'll be like, I told you so, etc. For all the people in the chat that are saying clickbait, etc. Uh -huh. It has a question mark. It's a question. We're speculating. That's the point. Anyway. Um, Hold my back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then uh, the rest of the segment... Uh, Kofi says uh, that line and they're just like ah we're having fun in comes in Otis comes the saviour of Smackdown the saviour of Smackdown Otis comes in literally one of my favourite things about Smackdown right now is is Otis 
He's Honestly, there's not much to like, so it's a low bar, but he's very much <laughs> oh, way yeah. above that way, bar. Way above it. He comes in mostly naked under a <laughs> rather suggestive apron, because <laughs> why not? I like to think that was his decision. Yeah. I like to think that's what he wears mm-hmm. around the house, yep. you know, maybe. Just comes in with some pancake batter. Big, big bowl of pancake batter. And, and, and drinks it. Yep. <laughs> Tucker just goes, you know what this needs? Protein powder. Yep. Let's go. <laughs> Pours a load of protein powder in it, and then everyone's like, uh, Whoa, uh guys, hold up. And then it's just like, ah, oh, more for me then. <laughs> Gets it, like loads dripping down his beard. Yep. Oh, it was, he's hilarious. He, I love Otis. Wo- Otis is wonderful. He's fantastic. Um, that didn't really play anything into the Kofi stuff, but we no. just wanted to mention that so we don't have to talk about that segment later. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We've yes. got extra special thank yous to we do, do, do to our $25 and above pledge <coughs> hammers on Patreon. So if you haven't visited our Patreon yet, patreon.com slash Talk, you can pledge to us a monthly amount. You get all sorts of extra stuff, extra bonus content, and if you pledge at the $25 amount or more, you get your name in a special wrestling gimmick type name read out on this very show. Exactly. So thank you to Nate Dropped Surname. Yes, yes. Nate. Thank Good you. Stuff. Xandermania running wild. Oh, yeah. Woohoo! Xandermania. 
Alex the Rojas Johnson. Well done. Like that. Love Thank it. you. Big fan, big fan. Marcus, he's got Soul Campbell. It's Woo-hoo! a football, it's football joke. Fun. It's we a football it. joke. We love it. Don't have a Shane Cowley, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. good. Well, it's good. Well Simpsons reference. I like it. Ooh, Roman Sparks. Roman Sparks. Ooh, are indeed. The big dog. The big dog. The Titan, Owen Towers. Woo-hoo. Like Titan Towers. It. Like yes, it. Yes, absolutely. The real boss, Matt Robinson. It's boss time, everyone. It's boss time. It's boss time. Just incredible Edel Heights. Lovely. Very good. Thank you. Just incredible. It is. Salutations, Josh Salome. Oh, yes. Very good. Very good. The Jester, Ryan Kester. Very good name. Very good name. Thank you. Bailey Sting, number two fan. Hopefully, they like Bailey now. It's as close as you're going to get. Ari, the Boozerweight Feldberg. Great Love name. It. Thank you. The Raven, Chris Alexander. Woo! Love yes, it. Fantastic. great stuff. The real Ollie Davis. What? I don't think he's real, but thank you nonetheless. Oh, yeah, real Ollie Davis. Never wrong. Tyler Wright. Hey, very good. Wonderful. Good stuff. Thank you very much, everyone, for your spot on Patreon. We're going to get on to some suit suit super chats right now. Uh, so we're going to uh, have some Matthew Robinson comes in to say, Kofi turning heel by himself would be nice as a group would be predictable. I agree. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone's either predicting a big E heel turn because he's big. Yep. Literally in the name. Uh, or like a whole group heel turn. So I think subverting that, having like Woods or Kofi go heel yeah. would be a nice subversion of expectations, I'd say. I agree. Uh, Zach Icon Littner said Kofi looks disgruntled. Biggie heel turn confirmed. You know it. It's a meme. Big heel. Bit. Asaya Kinnard. Asaya Kinnard said <coughs> Kofi is tired of not being in reality. He'll snap. That is honestly a great shout. Yeah. yeah. He's tired of being this happy go lucky, just like al- almost. It would be like Bailey's promo later in the night, mm. but better. Yes. Because he's like, I'm sick of having this power of positivity. It's just, you know, it's covering up all of these feelings that I'm actually feeling. W- this isn't real life. I would even probably, like, if if this is to happen, like, the moment he snaps, that's going to be akin to, like, Becky. Yeah. When she did. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's going to be major. Mm-hmm. I want if they to, treat I gonna, it I was going to say such. when it happens, if it happens. Yes. No, when it happens. This when is canon happens. now. <laughs> We're the authority on what happens. Oh, yes. And we know that WWE watches our shows. Yeah. And absolutely. they get all our ideas from us. So this is actually happening now. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll do one or two miscellaneous ones for now. Uh, Matthew Robinson again said, with both Miz and Daniel Bryan as both not heels for the first time ever, which kicks are better? Yes or it kicks? Ooh. Yes, kicks. Come yeah, on. I think it's probably fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Mark Flay just says, glad I quit after the Brock S-word and the Hell in a Cell S-word. AEW all the way. Thanks for watching so I don't have to. We, Honestly, we, don't blame you. We are taking this bullet for you, my friend. Oh, yeah, <laughs> very much so. And, uh, yeah, please keep watching our content. It helps. Please. Thanks. Let's get on to the main show. So, 
The show opened up with a pre-announced match of Roman Reigns versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. This match came out of nowhere. Yes, just from 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 nothing. Let's kick off the show with a title defense. Yes. Uh which is cool. Yep. Also Nakamura has been feuding with like Ali why Reigns yeah. for the IC title is a bit weird, but yeah, it was a slightly odd decision. But yeah. we'll get on to but some potential reasons. Why. They did cover it in the match. In yes. fairness, um, one thing I do want to mention: the side graphic. When people come out, they have their graphics and their you know the yeah. accolades on the side on SmackDown. The side graphic for Shinsuke said that he speaks both English and Japanese. It's like, stop breaking kayfabe. He no speak English. Remember, that's his whole that's thing. The whole thing. Come it's... on, WWE. It's like they don't even know what they're doing. I know. Uh, Sami Zayn's on commentary for this match, which is a I, delight. Like, I, I was saying to you earlier, like, what I love so much about this is that Shinsuke comes out and Sami is so much more excited for his matches than Shinsuke is. Yes. He is... It's like he's wrestling. <laughs> yeah. He's bouncing around like he always used to in his in his little beanie. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just so overjoyed. He's just happy to be there. Yeah. So um, happy to be there. And yeah, he was on commentary, and he was he was wonderful. He was on wonderful on commentary. I liked him uh, before when he was in the neck brace when he was at, at ringside mm-hmm. with the mic. That was good. Him on commentary, I think, like I was saying to you, reminds me reminds me very much of the Miz when Alex Riley was wrestling, mm-hmm. and the Miz would be on commentary, properly bigging him up all the time, no matter what happens, putting down his opponents. And Sammy's doing exactly the same thing mm-hmm. and doing it really well. And he's hilarious as well. He really Sammy's is. Sammy's so funny. He's fantastic. Um, Sammy does a very good job of putting over the fact that uh, Shinsuke is very disgruntled mm. with Roman because he's saying that Roman got picked first in the draft and he's used that as to worm his way into an opportunity yeah. for himself for the Intercontinental Championship, exactly. which won... Makes the draft feel important. Yep. Which is good. And two, actually makes sense. Yes. First draft pick going for a title. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Like that. Mm-hmm. Um, commentary, I, I wasn't really listening to every word the commentary says because a lot of it's Michael Cole. Yeah. A lot of it's white noise at this yeah, point. Yeah, so you sort of zone out. They, they, they somehow link that with King Corbin or something. Maybe said something on Twitter. Yeah. Corbin I can't remember. Said, Corbin, um, Corbin had words with uh, Reigns on uh, social media mm-hmm. uh, about he was saying like, that Roman would be sorry for what The Rock did to him. Because, you know, The Rock and that, The Roman. Y- yep. I mean, they are cousins, but like... Yeah. I don't know. If we had a falling out, I wouldn't start targeting your mum. Like, <laughs> I have a problem with the person, not the person's fan. I don't know. We, sure, we, they tr- They tried to link it. They tried. We're going to have issues and one day. I'm just going to bludgeon your second cousin with a crowbar. Right? <laughs> <laughs> not really how it works. <laughs> Um, there was one spot in this match where Roman goes for the drive-by kick on the side, yeah. and Sammy pulled Shinsuke out of the way. Yeah. Isn't that a DQ? Well, you'd have thought so, because unless the ref didn't see it, except he was directly Except he was watching him. it. And, like, he didn't even throw out Sammy. Like, when no. there's interference, sometimes the ref could be like, I won't DQ you, but you're rejected kind of thing. Yeah. He was like, no, it seems perfectly fine. And I get that Sammy is kind of healing it up Referee stoppage should have been. But it was just like, the referee is directly watching. Sammy pulls him out of the way and then goes back with his hands raised. Like, yeah, no, he's I like, didn't do I didn't do anything. Like, very, very clearly did. Ref Entirely was watching. Entirely clearly did. It's fine. Um, not the biggest deal in the world. Uh, 
this match was fine. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, there was a really nice spot, I thought, where Roman went for a Superman punch. Shinsuke caught it and rolled through straight into an yeah, armbar. Into an armbar. That looked rad. And then he moved that into a moved triangle. Moved that into a triangle, as well, which, nice. which was rad. And that's at the point. Mm. <laughs> that's oh, that's at it. the point. I wish we hadn't said it. Where Roman powers up, as he normally does, lifts up the triangle into a powerbomb. And Michael Cole. No, don't do it. Michael Cole says. Don't, don't do it. That's called Big Dog Strong. I hate everything about that. It's so bad. It's just it's the worst. It's so bad. You guys have no idea. Just when you think Michael Cole couldn't get necessarily any worse, he brings that one back out. It's the big dog and it's boss time are pretty bad. That's called Big Dog Strong, I think is worse. I Yes. I That's can't think really bad. That's that really, right really bad. Um... Roman uh, goes for another super Superman punch. Sammy gets involved. Shinsuke hits one of the sliding German suplexes off the side, yeah. channeling, in it, channeling his inner Taiji Ishimori, which is awesome. Uh -huh. uh, he goes for a Kinshasa. He goes into a Superman punch for a near fall. Roman is uh, uwaring up for a spear. And then out of nowhere comes King Corbin with uh -huh. his scepter and just goes, bonk, DQ. Yep. All right. Which, uh, you know. A bit is... disappointing. Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't particularly rooting for Roman to win or anything, but, like, I wanted a finish. It would have been nice to finally have a finish in a match. Yeah. It seems like it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't it? It's so weird. Um, and then afterwards, Corbin, which I guess, you know, they, they believe that everyone checks their social media because mm -hmm. that's now canon. Uh, Corbin then hits a deep six on Roman, and it looks like they're going to continue beating him down with Sammy yep. and Shinsuke as well. But then... And then... Daniel Bryan, etc., etc. Yep, Daniel Bryan comes out for the save. Yep. Um, beats up Corbin and Shinsuke. Then Bryan goes for a dive, but Sammy grabs the leg, holds onto him in place, and and uh, Shinsuke hits a Kinshasa onto Daniel Bryan, and then yes. they all walk off. The heels walk off, being like, "Hey, we're heels." That's what they do. Why are they all from New York? Hey, hey we're heels, you know. Uh, yeah, I I thought this was fine. Yeah. I don't really know why Daniel Bryan and Roman are still together when Eric Rowan and Luke Harper are now not the threat anymore. Yeah. Because they've gone to Raw and it, stuff, so, like, I don't know why they're still together, but... Yeah, like they were saying before, it was an unlikely alliance to begin with. Yeah. But the fact that it's continued is Now baffling. makes it a likely alliance. <laughs> Possibly. I'm not sure. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they're planning. Um, Caleb Braxton's backstage asking if Baron Corbin has anything to say about Roman Reigns. And he goes... Puts his crown on, and then walks off. I quite like that, to be honest. I didn't. I thought it was a waste of time. But I, I won't deny that. Yeah. It was a waste of time. I did have a little chuckle about it. Fair. He was like, you're not worth my time. See, I didn't even get that from that. It wasn't even like, you're not worth my time. I just thought he was just like, I actually don't have anything to say about Roman, so... Could be that Peace too. out. And then walked off. It was Almost like the storyline hasn't been thought through very well. <laughs> They're like, right, we've got like 30 seconds we need to fill on this show. Kayla, ask Baron a question and then he won't answer it. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, but then we got a uh, a video package mm -hmm. that highlighted all of Shorty Gable, uh, all of the people that have called him short, basically. Yes, which is many. It is a lot of people, surprisingly. Mm. I was surprised at how many people had made short jokes about him because I thought this was a you know quite a recent thing. But no, it's actually nope. gone back quite a bit. A lot of people calling him short. Yeah. Still doesn't make it any better, but no, you know. No, this is true. Um, and then we have um, Shorty Gable versus... Oh, I mean, th th this is the thing, though. When when you've been 
put down, I'm not going to make a joke about that, so put down by people mm -hmm. about your height and you want to bounce back with a really high-profile match, who do you fight? Curtis Axel. Oh, yes. Yep. Shorty Gable versus Curtis Axel. Uh, the crowd went silent for this one. <laughs> I've ne ne never have I heard a better use of and the crowd goes mild. Yeah. They it's... weren't very into this. No, it didn't. Uh, no, no stakes. Until like the last 15 seconds, I think there was a nice little roll up that Gable did from the corner, yep. which crowd went, ooh, yeah. at. And then he kicked out of that and then he uh, rolled through into an ankle lock and the crowd went, hey, it's an ankle lock. We know that. Yeah. And then Curtis Axel tapped. Yeah. Last about two minutes, it was fine. The, the, um, quite like the first thing Axel did was just pat him on the head. Yeah, that's nice. And then he are they out. heels? Do, do we care? <laughs> <Does> <laughs> Better they, question. Anyone? Do we care? No. Uh, I, I'm my, I was surprised to see them. I didn't know they were really still there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, another line from Michael Cole here. That's the thing about Gable. He wins. He, he just. Wins. He just wins. <laughs> what? I mean, I mean, he didn't at Hell in a Cell, no, he but doesn't. sure. He doesn't just when You can't say that about him when he doesn't. I oh, no, sorry. He did win at Hell in a Cell, and then he lost them Raw or whatever yeah, it was. Whatever. He, he, he just lost the Corbin. Yeah, he doesn't just win, though. You know, you can't big him up. I've, I've written down he's clearly the new John Cena. <laughs> yeah, he just wins, you know? Maybe, maybe they're building... Gable wins, LOL. They're building to that torch pass at WrestleMania. <laughs> John Cena passes his torch to Shorty Gable. Or should we say, <laughs> do you want to do it or shall I? They've got Let's to know. Let's do it. Okay. Caleb Braxton's in the ring. Says congratulations to Gable. And says everyone's been making height jokes, despite her being like a foot shorter than Gable. Yep. Could have got anyone else to do this interview. Come yeah. on, get get Todd Phillips to do this one. Um, it, it, it's it's quite a nice sort of heartening pep talk from, from Gable. Mm. Like, it went on longer than the match did. But it was all about, like, you know, how bullies make us better. Mm -hmm. You know, I make, I'm bettering myself because you're, you're you know, oh, trying to overshadow me and push me down. But I'm not going to let it affect me. I'm going to take mm -hmm. that and I'm going to turn it inwards and I'm going to be better for it. Yeah. Which is nice. It's nice. It was just like, you know, everyone should be, you should accept who you are. Exactly. I'm accepting who I am and you should never change for anyone. And I was like, these are good lessons to learn. Yeah. Poorly scripted. Very poorly scripted and very, very telegraphed. Very telegraphed. Poorly delivered, I'd say as yes, well. Absolutely. Wasn't great. And then he says, Shorty Gable, let's shorten that. Call me Shorty G. Shorty G. Shorty G. Has happened. It's here. This is now canon. Shorty again. G's here. I don't I, know how to feel about it. I feel sorry for the people who do all the Titan Tron stuff. Yeah, they've got to change it all the time. It's been a week and they're like, what, again? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Shorty G is here. Chad yep. Gable. Shorty G. Rem remember American Alpha. <laughs> oh my how, God. How good were they? Ready, willing, and G. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's bad. They really can't do the Gable Gable chance anymore. Just no. G. G. <laughs> G G G God, it's bad. I don't like Shorty G, but hey, hopefully this will get him over. I don't think it will. Yeah. Next we that. get an old man using technology. We've got Hulk Hogan on Skype, everyone, with a poor connection. 
And he's from Florida, which mm. looked like a WWE set in the background. Unless his living room looks exactly like the merch tables they use. I could believe it. <laughs> yeah, true. Could totally believe it. Um, and they get an announcement. They're saying that obviously Seth Rollins has been pulled from Team Hogan, which yes. was announced on Thursday. Uh, saying that he, you know, he has to focus on Bray Wyatt because he's got a universal title match. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's saying, you know what, brother, etc. Um, Shorty G and Ali are going to be on Team Hogan. Good to uh, know. D- okay. Grand. Cool. Sure. Why not? Um, and he said there's going to be a new team captain announced by the end of the show. And I wrote here, which will probably be Reigns. Yeah. You'd who think. else is it going to be, really? If they're replacing Rollins, who do you think it's going to be? Yeah. Um, this was a bad segment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really not invested yeah. in Hogan ever anymore. No, not at all. He said brother four times in his first two sentences. I counted. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, brother. Many, just many times. I, I Actually, I stopped counting when I got to four. Yeah, fair. There were others. Yeah. I, I still can't believe that that's a match that's actually happening. A crown jewel with this Team Hogan, Team Flair thing. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Shorty G and Ali are on Team Hogan. Good for them. Good to know. Um, and then we get the eight-man tag match yes. um, of the New Day and Heavy Machinery versus Revival and Rudolph, the Red Nose Tag Team. Yep. Um, I this is this is absolutely a pet peeve and a nitpick that I'm about to make, and I know I nitpick a lot. This one I think really? is this one I think is justified. <sighs> so, oh, it's not even this match. I'm coming to it later. I'm getting way ahead of myself. It's a different match entirely. You're advanced nitpicking. I'm advanced nitpicking. I'll come to it later. We'll get there. I I'll, I'll get to that bit later. But it's. But a nitpick on, is coming. Onto on onto this match, the actual mm. match we're supposed to be talking about, Pete. I'm sorry, getting ahead of myself. Um, Otis's dancing to the trombone is kind of disturbing. A little bit, isn't it? There's uh, there's altogether for a man of that build, with you know the whole no neck and his arms always out mm-hmm. like he's carrying sheep under each arm. Yeah. Altogether too much thrusting. <laughs> a big fan of Otis. Name your sex tape. <laughs> Oh lord! Oh dear! <laughs> Altogether too much thrusting. Oh, we're getting derailed here. Yeah, yeah, uh, we are. yeah we right. Are. Um, Michael Cole officially says this is the A show, the blue brand. Mm-hmm. It's official now, guys. It's canon. SmackDown is the A show. Um, yep. <laughs> did you know Revival? Still- <laughs> I've got it written down. <laughs> Revival of the SmackDown Tag Team Champs, guys. Still. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, and also, of course, I've got it actually written down here so I can say it right. They are competing in the largest tag team turmoil match to determine the World Cup for the best tag team in the world. Wonderful. Doesn't even make grammatical sense. No. Um, <clears throat> this match was fine. Yeah, but I, I just got, oh, look, Kofi isn't fighting. Yeah. Shocker. Maybe that's playing into his heel turn. <laughs> You're going to keep going. With that's it, a you? reach. Um, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, this match was fine. There wasn't anything too crazy about this match. It no. was pretty formulaic. Faces kind of went on top to start with, and then yep. heels came back during the ad break. Faces yeah. came back afterwards. Plucky sort of comebacks from like Woods. Plucky comeback. And then the finish happens. I mean, I, I did enjoy, like, you have, like, Woods who's been beaten down and beaten down, and he's plucky going for it, and the heels take out the guys on the apron. Mm-hmm. And just, I never thought that Woods tagging in Otis would be the hottest tag I've seen <laughs> ever. It, it was, was a very hot, hot tag. It was such a hot tag. Uh, the hottest of tags I have written down. Mm-hmm. It was it was pretty good. And 
well, that's that's something I liked about this one. Like, I'm I'm sort of bigging up Otis here. I'm a big <laughs> fan of Otis. He looked really good. He did, didn't he? This. He looked very strong. And then I've written down one note. Rude hits Otis, and he gyrates. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much it. Rude went in, started punching him, and Otis was just like, nope, I'm going to start dancing and yep. gyrating and thrusting. Yep. Like, Okie dokie. Sure thing. He's fun. He's really, really yep. fun to watch. Um, yeah. Unlike all the times at the comedy, you go, these guys, so fun to watch. Actually, yeah, Otis actually is actually fun to watch. Otis is very good fun. <laughs> Another line from Michael Cole in this match. Yeah. Talking about Dolph Ziggler. Oh, this was brilliant. This it's, was unbelievable. It seems like he's in the peak of his career right now. I mean, firstly, no. <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, he had just listed off a massive list of his former and better accomplishments <laughs> than being where he is now, which is not a champion. Former two-time world champion, former Mr. Money in the Bank, former tag team champion, former IEC champion, former US champion. Think of him in the peak of his career right now, teaming yep. with Robert Roode, losing to a heavy machinery in the New Day. Yes. That Good job, Cole. peak WWE career. Yep. Right. Good job, Cole. Um, Otis hits a caterpillar which was yep. fun. Uh, they attempt to go for the compactor at the win, but they get interrupted. Yep. Uh, Otis manages to put Dawson in a suplex position. Biggie makes a tag, takes Dawson from the suplex position onto his shoulders, uh, and Nudie... Nudie? Nudie. Nudie. <laughs> Name your sex tape. Uh, <coughs> Why? Nudie. I don't know. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, New Day hit the midnight hour for the yes. win. Yes, absolutely. There was, there it, was, was, it was fine. There was quite a good moment of commentary, I think, from... Um, from Corey, possibly, mm -hmm. when um, shortly before Otis ruined Dawson, I think it was, Dawson was going for a vertical suplex on Otis, and he's just like, ah, this isn't going to work. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, we get the announcement that King Corbin and Shinsuke Nakamura versus Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan is going to be the main event of tonight's show. Yes. Which I thought was weird. It's like, it I thought was. you'd build that to next week's show, because we, yeah. it wasn't like the Roman Reigns-Shinsuke match went two minutes and it got interrupted. Yeah. It wasn't like there wasn't a match. That was a full match. Exactly. That almost had a finish before Corbin interrupted. Mm. Um, so I'd say like, you know, I, I, I probably would have put that next week because then you have two Shinsuke Roman matches in the same night, which I feel yeah. like is a little bit of overkill. But... Especially since uh, Seth has to be removed from uh, Team Hogan because can't do two matches in one night. Can't do two matches in one night. On the same show as these two have two matches <clears throat> in one night. Admittedly, I will say... It's got a match against The Fiend. So hopefully that means... Yes. That's a big match. That's a I match that's going to so. be taxing. So, you know, rather than a yeah. match against your intercontinental champion, which won't be taxing yeah. at all. Hopefully, yeah. A taxing match and hopefully, unlike Hell and Cell, not taxing to watch. Yeah, ideally. Was. Yes, it was. Um, <laughs> Kayla Braxton is... A, Kayla Braxton was the star of this show. So she was all over the place. Yeah. She's backstage with Daniel Bryan. She said, uh, how does getting beaten down affect your mindset? And he basically just said... It, it doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. Been beaten down loads before. I'm going to go beat these people up. Yeah, fair. I will respond to that with. Can't argue with that. Yep. We got a video package for Ali. Yes. Which is good now that he's on Team Hogan. It was fine. Him being on Team Hogan wasn't addressed. Yep. Really. He just. Commentators of... just kind of went, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ali's on Team Hogan, guys. He's just there for yeah. about a minute and a half or mm -hmm. two minutes or something. It was fine. Yeah. Uh, we then get Ms. TV. With Bailey and Sasha Banks. Yes. It was just to be for Bailey, yeah. uh, but then Sasha Banks came with her. New entrance music for Bailey. Yeah, we probably get to hear it. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of it? 
I'm undecided. I, I wasn't immediately drawn to it like I am for a lot of themes. Yeah. I think it will grow on me in time. I think it's just such a stark contrast to the Bailey that mm. I knew before that I'm having a hard time adjusting to this new Bailey. Yeah. But I think it's okay. Yeah. I think it's all right. Yeah. I, th- I think uh. it will grow on me. Mm. But I didn't immediately... It didn't immediately call didn't to me. Didn't immediately get you. Yeah. What yeah. about you? Really liked it. Yeah? Yeah. Actually really liked it. And also on the Titan Tron, very mm-hmm. different, of course. Yep. It's all like sort of edgy and yeah. flamey and yeah. metallic and stuff. <laughs> all those kind of things you associate with heels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fire and metal. Yes. Oh, no. Fire and metal, yes. But yeah, I actually really like the music, to be yeah. honest. Um, I think it's cool. It's, it's a nice fan. addition to a character. Yeah. It's a nice layer on it, which is cool. Mm. Um, we got um, Miz throws to a video recap of what happened last week with yeah. the Wacky Wave and Inflatable Arm Flailing Tube Men. I'm going to yep. try and say that faster and faster each time I say it. I will be timing you. Okay, cool. Um, ju- oh my god, I forgot about this. I totally forgot about this until I just read my note. During this video recap of her slashing the Bailey Buddies, it pans to someone's house. Just yes. some, someone's random house pans away from the TV and there's just a kid <laughs> just crying. It's like, who is this? I know that there was a whole thing about... I, th- I think that was the one that was probably posted on Twitter because there was a whole thing about how she'd made a kid cry on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly that was it, but we had no context to it. No, absolutely it was just zero. just a home video that zoomed around <laughs> just to zoomed. this crying child and then went back to her messing up her friend. Immediately went back yeah. to, to the actual thing. It was... It was... That was weird. With no context, it was hilarious in the yes. worst way. In the worst way, I want to point that correct. out. Yeah. I liked, the, I mean, some of the rest of the editing I quite liked with them. Oh, yeah. The music fading out, cool. keeping on going back to There Ain't No Stopping Us Now mm-hmm. was very nice. Nice touch. Um, and I also really liked, as they get to the ring, and Miz is like, Sasha, didn't know you'd be here, but good to see you. <laughs> yeah. Miz was fantastic oh, in this absolutely. segment. He was amazing. He was on form. Um, th- there was another bit just on the on the video package front, just before we end that bit. Um <laughs> They they kept showing uh, shocked fans throughout yes. this video patch, kind of interspersed with crowd shots, of people going like, <gasps> yeah. massive like shocked faces. And then she gets a bit where she grabs the microphone and goes, "Hey bitches!" And they show loads of shots oh, of yeah. crowd being like, <gasps> "No, she said bitch." Oh, no, she didn't. Oh no, she didn't. I was like, "That's not the worst thing that happened here, guys. No. Come on now." No, 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 no. Um, after the video package, Miz just says, "So why? Yeah, why'd you Literally do it? Just why?" Uh, Bailey does, I was really annoyed at this at first, but luckily they actually answered the question because Bailey did the classic, I don't owe you or anyone an explanation. I was like, okay, so you guys have no idea why and you're stalling for time. Yeah. But credit to WWE, they actually had an answer. Yeah. And I also quite like Miz's response to that. Yeah. Which, which was a champion who doesn't talk. Who are you? Brock Lesnar? Is this your Paul Heyman? <laughs> Is this your Paul Heyman? Yeah. Lovely. So funny. Um... Yeah, Miz had some great lines, just kind of prodding away at Bailey. Oh, yeah, constantly and saying, he's oh, like, you, "You're second fit. You couldn't. You, is it because you couldn't deal with the fact you're always playing second fiddle to Sasha?" Yeah, exactly. You're always going to be in like her that. shadow. Yeah. It, it was amazing, which eventually leads Bailey to actually give her answer. Yes. So Miz is a good interview host. Yay! Yeah. Miz TV was worth something. Yeah, I'm a fan. Good job. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So basically, she said, "Well, what about me?" She said, I was giving out all these high fives and hugs and all they did was take. No one hugged me back when I needed them. I lost my title at Hell in a Cell. I was there crying. Who was there to help me? No one. It's like, Sasha Banks is right next to you. (laughs) Come on now. That's what I was thinking. Sasha? Sasha was there, probably. Um, But then she was saying, you know, I've outgrown them. 
I don't need you guys anymore. It was a, mm. it was a kind of a classic, like, you people yeah. promo. Very much like that. But I guess it made sense from her character before, was very much focused on the crowd yeah. and, you know, inspiring people, etc. Yeah. And then she goes, oh, you guys want some inspiration? Life sucks and then you die. Which I feel like is a reference from somewhere. It's just a phrase, isn't it? I think. It could well be. I feel like it's just a, a phrase that people have. Life sucks and then you die. It's just like a pessimistic phrase that yeah. some people use. It and like, so. it fits for the character. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about her saying it, but I guess it works. This was good. I thought. Overall. <laughs> Creative looking at this going, can we do this with Kofi? <laughs> <laughs> kind of similar to what we're speculating. Copy. Paste. <laughs> Can yep. I copy your homework? All right, but make it look good. <laughs> <laughs> um, after she said that line, the crowd went, ooh. And that brought out Nikki Cross. Woo! Who Sorry, I'm excited. He's a big fan of Nikki Cross. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, Nikki does a cheap pop, which I really, really yeah, didn't like. Good. I'm here in Indianapolis, Indiana. Actually did a thumbs up and a big chunky grin. Not great. God. Uh, and then she says, the time for talking is done. The time for action is now. And she'll give Bailey a hug after the match. All right. It, hugs don't really sound threatening, however you use them. Yeah, I know. It's mm, It didn't work. Yeah, I know. It didn't work, and it could have been so much better. But... Yeah, poor scripting. What can you do? Yeah. She tried, bless her. Mm-hmm. Um, that brought out Dana Brooke. Oh, she has one of my least favorite phrases. Flex appeal. Honestly, I think if that's just a nickname, if she's like, I'm the flex appeal... Dana Brooke, I think that's fine. It's not great, but it's fine. When she's like, I'm going to bring flex appeal to yes. this match, that's yes. when I'm like, okay, you lost me. Yeah, and when she's do- saying it to the crowd and everything, like, show me Come on, appeal. guys, flex! I'm no, like, no. no. We don't really want to. I'd, I'm, I'd rather not. We're, we're fine as we are. <laughs> we're fine. But I will say, she delivered the promo pretty decently. Yeah. It was a f- very well-delivered promo from Dana yep. Brooke. Again, not great scripting, not a huge fan of the flexible thing, but very well delivered. Well. Props where props are due. Yeah. That brought out Lacey Evans. Yes. Who said nothing and walked straight to the ring, yep. and all three of them just went, okay, I guess we're having the match now. <laughs> and that was the end of Miz TV. <laughs> yeah. And then we went to an ad break, and when we came back, everyone was in the ring. Yeah, and Miz was gone somewhere. <laughs> yep. He found us away. Um... So yeah, and then after the ad break, it's the six-pack challenge that was yes. pre-announced, and that is Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Nikki Cross, all competing for the number one contendership for the SmackDown Women's Championship that Bayley is holding. Correct. Um, this was a fun match. I like this. It was quite fun. Yeah. Uh, I think the pace never really slowed down at all. It was kind of yeah. spot, 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 which I is know, quite fun. I, al- I always quite like it when you've got a multi-person match and just the heel just immediately rolls out. Yes, that's I always fun. Like yeah, uh, and I like the psychology of Rose and Deville just kind of teaming up on everyone yeah, early. Exactly, made sense. And it was nice. You always have in the back of your mind because you know the commentators will not stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. This is a six pack challenge. It's only one winner. It's everyone for themselves. Yep. And obviously, um, fire and desire. Fire and desire. They're, yep. they're just teaming, and you've always got in the back of your minds. I don't actually think it happens. Mm-hmm. You always got in the back of your minds. Only one of them can win. Exactly. Turn on the other. Yeah, it, it never happened in the course of the match, which yeah. is good. You don't really want that dissension between if you're going to keep them together. Yeah. Um, but then they had probably the best spot of the match happened in the ad break, which they showed us afterwards, mm. which was a uh, a big kind of six-person triple suplex yep. spot, 
which is fun, but we didn't really get to see it in, in, until uh, replay. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, but then they did have some cool spots. They had, uh, like, Dana Brooke taking out two people. Carmella did a big dive onto people. Nikki Cross did a big dive yep. off the turnbuckle onto a load of people. Nikki kind of used Carmella as a... As a torpedo. As a battering ram. Yes. Yeah. And then jumped on everyone. And then jumped on everyone, which was fun. Yeah. Uh, then we got like a load of signature moves in the ring. There was like Code of Silence from Carmella. Yep. Mandy Rose hit a running knee. There were super kicks from Carmella as well. Lacey Evans hit a woman's right. I yep. used my left hand when I said women's right. Come on now, Pete. Um, and then uh, <laughs> um, after that, Nikki hits a swinging neck breaker onto uh-huh. Mandy Rose for the win. Nikki Cross, new number one contender for Yay. Bailey. I have decidedly mixed feelings about that. Expand. Because. I am a big fan of Nikki Cross Mm -hmm. as a wrestler since the days of NXT, where she was great. Mm -hmm. As part of Sanity, wonderful. On her own when they moved up and she didn't, wonderful. Then she moves up and she was part of Sanity for a bit, which obviously, you know, (laughs) they're doing well. (laughs) Um, And she kind of got shunted down to the mid-card stuff, you know, she had her wild moments. And then... Teaming with Alexa Bliss was great, but it's diluting her. I think we talked about this earlier. It's diluting the crazy. Yes. Which was kind of part of the appeal. Like, she always had this sort of wild fight-your-corner style, which is grand and something that's a little bit missing. But now the whole crazy thing that was part of what made her great is gone. Yeah. And I just don't like the fact that they're feeding her to heal Bailey so early. I don't mind it. I think Nikki Cross is a solid first few for Bailey because I think Bailey has more, not necessarily more to offer because I think Nikki Cross is fantastic. Mm. But I'd say I think Bailey right now is the bigger and hotter star than Nikki Cross. True. So I think Bailey needs a feud where she can cement this character in and get across her new heel persona. And I think this is a solid feud to do so. It's fine. It has to be against someone who is the up and coming face, mm-hmm. which is true, which is what Nikki is sort of working with. Mm-hmm. I'll be retroactively okay with it if it doesn't ruin Nikki. Yes. Yeah. Because in an ideal world, they'll have a really good match yep. at not Crown Jewel. No. <laughs> Survivor Series, I guess. That's the sure. next one after. Um, and they'll have a really good match and Bailey will win, keep yep. her title, but yep. Nikki will look great coming out of it. Nikki will look great coming out of it and hopefully will come back for more at another time. Yes. Yes. That would be great. I don't want it to just move her back into obscurity. Yes. That would be yeah, a yeah, shame. Yeah. Also, where was Alexa during this whole thing? Yeah, she's just sipping pina coladas at the beach somewhere. Disneyland, probably. She goes yeah. there all the time. Yeah. R- remember when they were a tag team? Yeah. Great times. They got... Oh, blockbuster trade, by of the course, way. Yes. Back to SmackDown was uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Mm. So... What a great... Where's Alexa? Trade. Yes. For nothing, for seemingly. The, for the promise of getting something later. Why don't they just not make up their minds? Like, yeah, we'll give you these two. We just don't know what we want to return yet. Yeah. But we'll get back to you on that. We'll get back to you, yeah. Consult the war room. <laughs> which there was a distinct lack of this week, by need, the way. Need more war rooms. We really do. Uh, one more line from Michael Cole in this match before we move on. Remember the great rivalry Lacey and Becky Becky Lynch had over the summer? Please don't remind me. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Cole. Uh, we get a video package for Braun Strowman. Yep. Which was, again, fine. Yeah. It's just Braun going and hitting ma- things. Match and flow thing. I don't know what I don't know what it is, but yeah, we saw Strowman pushing things and pulling yep, things and pulling and things and hitting, hitting things, things and, and Strowmaning all over the place. Strowmaning all over the place. 
title of his next episode. Hey! Uh, we get an ad break, and then we get a video package about the Rollins Fiend feud thus yes. far, recapping Hell in a Cell and the burning of the Firefly Funhouse on Raw. Uh-huh. Um, I hate being reminded of it. Hey-ho. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then, and then, and then, they announce... Falls Count Anywhere match at Crown Jewel, which we knew was happening for the mm-hmm. Universal title. Seth Rollins versus The Fiend. They added a stipulation onto this match. Yes, they did. This match can't be stopped for any, any reason. reason. I didn't mean to sync up with you on that, but we did, and it was lovely. I'm glad we it was shared. great. Glad we shared that moment. Harmonized. <laughs> any yeah. reason this match cannot be stopped. Okay, so first things first. It shouldn't be a stipulation on that anyway, because yeah. it's a Falls Count Anywhere match. It shouldn't be stopped anyway. Yeah. We'll get the obvious thing out they, of the They first. shouldn't have that stipulation on it anyways, because that should be a given. Yeah, you, should you shouldn't of... be able to ruin Hell in a Cell match and then go, oh, but this one, guys, we won't ruin this one. Mm. Morons. <laughs> that was and so then, such vitriol. I hate it so much. This match can't be stopped for any reason. Of course it can't. It's a bloody Falls Count Anywhere match. Anyway... And then we have the other side of this. Yeah. Any reason. Any reason. Any reason. This match can't be stopped. I, I kind of want this to blow up in their face a little bit. I kind of want them to be forced to because, like, an earthquake happens. <laughs> the arena sets on fire. <laughs> Panthers are released. <laughs> I don't know. Anything like that. Pick your poison, whichever one you want. All three. And the match actually has to be stopped. Yeah. And then they screw up the can't be stopped for any yeah, reason rule. Exactly. Be amazing. I mean, it wouldn't be amazing. It It'll be, be horrific. It be I'm not saying I want an earthquake to happen. It would be, That's awful. It would be very sad. Millions dead. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we're... We're taking it to the extreme here. But Pinch yourself. Because we like to do that. Take it with that, but... Oh, man. Anyway. We then get... Um, Braun Strowman versus a local jobber. Oh, wait. Sorry. It's, yeah. Not it's quite. Drew Gulak. He he of a fantastic uh, title run mm-hmm. in the Cruiserweight division. Yep. Really, really good title run. Actually very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Defended it magnificently against many comers at many times. Had some great matches on NXT with Kushida and Leo Rush. It was awesome. Let's feed him to Braun. Yep. Let's make him a comedy goof and oh. bring back his PowerPoint presentations, which are long gone. Don't get me wrong. They were fine. Very funny. Yes. Love Gulak when he's doing the PowerPoint presentations. Make them as an actual gimmick, though. Make mm. him still a good wrestler yeah. with that gimmick. Don't just make him a comedy goof who gets jobbed out to Braun. Because he's great. Drew Gulak's fine. He's fantastic. He's, he's better than fine. I don't know why I said great. fine. great. Uh, but then the match starts and Gulak goes, hey, I'm a wrestling historian. And I know that if you go a, into your match... A preeminent wrestling historian. Preeminent wrestling historian. And he says, if you go into your match with Tyson Fury at Crown Jewel and you do your normal thing, literally did that. that. It was amazing. That was quite fun. Um, And he said, Fury will knock you out. Yeah. Don't do that. And he said, look, I've made a 345 PowerPoint presentation, 345 slide PowerPoint presentation of how you can beat Tyson Fury. Take a look. Slide one comes up. It's got some badly drawn things, fun fun cartoon characters. And he goes, slide one. And then Braun beats him up. Yeah. Braun runs around the ring, does his thing, hits power slam, mm-hmm. wins. We didn't even get to see the full PowerPoint presentation. I want to see all th- other 344 slides. Is it going to be on the WWE Network? <laughs> I hope so. I really do. <laughs> so it's a shame that Gulak got jobbed. I know why they're doing it. They're trying to build the Strowman Fury feud. And I guess it worked. 
Yep. I'm I'm not more excited for the match out of this. I wouldn't no, say not really, but is what it is. Uh, we get another thing for WWE 2K20, which is coming out on Tuesday, and that's important because on Tuesday. We're going to be launching a Twitch channel for Screenstalker. Absolutely. Twitch.tv slash Screenstalker. Go and follow us over there. We're going to be doing like 2K20 month after that thing comes out. We're going to be streaming that every day, Monday to Friday. It's going to be awesome. We're going to do like my career mode and universe mode and all this other crazy stuff on 2K20. So give us a follow over there. And then we'll have cut downs of all the good Let's Play stuff on the YouTube channel as well. So follow us on Screenstalker and subscribe to Screenstalker if you haven't yet. Because we'll be doing all that come Tuesday. Definitely going to be very worth checking out. Indeed. Um, yeah, advert for... Advert for 2K20. 2K20 here. It's fine. Yeah, you know. It's whatever. It's a game that's happening. And it looks awful. Was that thing that was it? Is it Corey tweeted out about how the graphics keep getting better? Oh, uh, you know. Well, do they? I mean, kind of not, mate. Absolutely not. Uh, and then we get the main event, which is Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns versus King Corbin and Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh-huh. This is my nitpick that I was talking about earlier. Daniel Bryan comes out. I thought it was going to be this. Daniel Bryan comes out. Ad break happens. Yep. The heels have come out. Yep. Baron Corbin, Shinsuke Nakamura. Skip those two entrances. Then Roman Reigns comes in. You have one person from one team, the two people from the other team, and then one person from the first team. Yeah. And why? I I get why they put Roman out last. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. They have you know that we skip Nax and Corbin's intro. So that we can get the captain of Team Hogan at WWE Crown Jewel, Roman Reigns. Who saw it coming? I did. Everyone. Great, great, great audio content of us raising our hands we, there. We raised our hands. We raised our yeah. hands. But yeah, I, I see what you're getting. Like, if they're going to have him come out last, sure, bring the heels out first. Yeah. Then bring out Brian. Yep. Then bring out Roman. Correct. I hate it. It's a nitpick. It doesn't really matter. It just really annoys me. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so yeah, Reigns gets confirmed the captain of Team Hogan. Shocker. Cool. <laughs> um, and then uh, this match happens. It's fine. It's Again, fine. it's a really formulaic tag match. Yeah. Faces take control. Heels take control. Ad break. Uh, faces come back. Do the comeback, and then the finish happens. I will say they had a couple of good spots here. Yep. Uh, Baron Corbin did his run around the ring post thing. Goes straight into a Superman punch from uh, Roman Reigns. Straight into a spear through the barricade. Yeah, nice spot. Really cool spot. Like it. I also like that there was a, a, a moment where, um, you know, Brian is crawling towards Reigns, like doing the whole, you know, crawl. Is he going to get there? No, of course he's not because Corbin's going to drag Reigns off and Sami Zayn loved it. Yeah. He was going mental. It was like a kid in a candy shop. He's always a kid in a candy shop. He's yes. a, he's incredible. He I love Sami Zayn. Um, but yeah, after that um, spear through the barricade, that mm. left uh, Brian and Shinsuke in the ring. Yep. Uh, Brian hits the yes kicks. He goes uh-huh. for the running knee. Shinsuke hits a knee of his own, and he goes for the keen shatter, but Brian hits the running knee for the win. Yep. Um, nice. Shinsuke lost twice in one night. Still got the title, but he lost twice in one night. Granted, one of them was by DQ, but still... Yeah. I don't know where they're going with this. I really don't know where they're going. Because they're, they're putting over the unlikely alliance of Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. Yes. So that's one plate that's spinning. Uh-huh. You also got that Bryan just beat the Intercontinental Champion. So is Bryan yes. going to go for the IC title? Maybe. Is Roman going to get a rematch for the IC title? Because he got DQ'd out of his one mm-hmm. at the beginning of the show. Is Roman going to feud with Baron Corbin? I don't know, because Corbin caused the DQ, and then they had those two had their spot through the barricade yeah. kind of thing. And obviously, Corbin wants to pay him back for The Rock or something. 
I don't know where they're going. Genuinely have no idea. It is a very, very strange one. Yeah. I, and yeah, you, honestly... As ever, you have to wonder if they know where they're going. I don't think they do. No. They're booking it week to week and they go... Got, not got Brock this week, do we? We'll stretch out Roman versus Brian. And we'll yeah. just put them two together a bit more. I don't know. And I think they're ju- kind of just playing it by ear at this point. Yeah, it does seem to be that way. Yeah. Um, that's like they said, it was an unlikely alliance at the time. And now it's just getting odd. Now it's just a likely alliance, like we said before. Yeah. Weird. Um, overall... I thought this was an incredibly mediocre, middle-of-the-road show. Yes. Nothing was overly damaging. Nothing was bad. Mm-hmm. But nothing was good, I'd say. Nothing was overtly good, other than Otis. He's yeah, great. Otis is fantastic. And Sami Zayn is awesome. But, but th- th- Sami Zayn, and then it's kind of sad that the next best thing was probably The Miz. Yeah. On Miz TV. Yeah, that is actually true. And they're all really minor parts of SmackDown. That's the thing. The big matches and the people that we saw the most and the longest things that happened were all very kind of mediocre. mediocre. Um, and I mean, Nikki Cross as the number one contender is fine. It's better than most of the other ones that could have happened. However, we have seen that match quite a bit lately, granted with the face and heel um, dynamic swapped. Yeah. So I'd rather have a matchup that we hadn't seen before, but that's fine. Aside from that, there really wasn't anything on this show. It was really no. quite disappointing. And I'd say that even though SmackDown feels kind of bright and colourful and fresh and new, yeah. it feels really lifeless. It feels really boring. It's quite yeah. bland. You're kind of you're kind of watching it and you just sum it up with just eh. Literally, I say in my edited review that's gonna be going out later today, I sum up the whole show with But I just a shrug. Shrugged, yeah. Like I it's, I don't know what, what to say about it. Overall, it's disappointing. I, it's sad. It is. It is. And I really wish I enjoyed the show more, but it was just kind of boring. Yeah. There wasn't much to it. We. There's only so much time you can hold on to hope that these little things that you pick up on, the little things that are quite good, are going to go somewhere. Yeah. I mean, the fact that we've had to... To say deep, that Kofi's deep, turning deep, heel. Deep dive into some pancakes. Yeah. To try and God, find that sounds something. fun. I want to deep dive in some pancakes. Big room full of pancakes. <laughs> yeah. Like Donald Duck diving into the gold, but it's pancakes. I think you mean Scrooge McDuck. Thank same you very thing. much. I've never seen them in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I did mean that. Yes. Uh, overall, I gave this show a smackdowner, a two out of five. That's fair. It was boring. I'm sorry. Let's get in to some suit suit super chats. Let's see what you guys are saying. So we've got a few about Shorty G. Yes. yes so we've we got have. Zach Icon Lipner said, uh, "Can we still call him ja- uh, Chad and ignore Shorty G? I'd love to, yep. but I feel like the commentary is going to hammer it home a little bit." Yeah, I think they are really going to hand this up. Yeah, for I sure. Just, can they shorten it even more? G man. S G. S G. Now, we, all we need to know is, is his middle name is M, and it begins with M, so then it just comes SMG. <laughs> Turned into a sh- submachine gun, it'd be great. Oh 
Dina Cisai said, not sure how I feel about this whole Shorty G deal. Me neither. Neither are we. Yep. We're really quite not sure about it. That wasn't yep. words. <laughs> Quite it was, not sure. it, it was it was close. Uh, made about as much grammatical sense as the largest tag team turmoil match to determine the World Cup for the best tag team in the world. You're getting very good at that. Thank you. Justin Thomas said, "To be fair, they told us Shorty G was happening. Doesn't make it any less stupid, but they did warn us. They did, and I was really hoping that they bailed. They bail on a lot of things. Yeah, they, they scrap on, so much they stuff. They bail on things we want to see. Exactly. Why couldn't they bail on the things we don't but, want to see? But they don't bail on Shorty G. No, you never bail on Shorty G. Terrible." Um, WWE Instagram uh, this comes from Oblivious Kari sorry so WWE Instagram wrote Shorty G joined Hogan's team yep mm. yep he did Shorty G and Ali got announced on this show it was something Shorty G and Ali just sounds like a little known mid 90s rap <laughs> <laughs> Shorty G and Ali in the house etc obviously it would be in the house in the house, sorry, we're yes. Talk, we're talking 90s here. Come on now, keep get it together. I'm too white, I'm sorry. Uh, do you want to do the next <coughs> lot of Super Chats? Yes, we got some stuff uh, about Bailey. Zach Econ Linda? Lin- Lin- Lindner. Yep, that I'm one. I'm still learning these names. Yep. Close to you, Mike, please, mate. We want Sting Bailey, but we got Sokomon Bailey. Honestly, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with like the image yeah. thing. I mean, the, the, the bob hair mm-hmm. is maybe a little bit not particularly heel at times, mm. but... You know, the whole package together seems to be working. Just give us that finishing move. Give us a new finisher. That would be great. Give us the finishing move. Matthew Robinson, I think with Becky and Charlotte on Raw, could be a good time to have a Dana Brooke babyface run against Bailey. She is a good in-ring talent. I'd... I've heard very good things about Dana Brooke. I'll be honest, I haven't seen that much of her. I only saw her when she was quite green back in the day. Mm. I haven't seen her recently. So, And from what I've heard, she's improved a lot. Yeah. I mean, she had a nice showing in this six ma- uh, the six-pack challenge, yeah, actually. she did. She hit a nice um, swanton off the yeah. ropes, which looked really, really good. Um, yeah, she's got good, she's got good aerial ability. She's clearly very, very strong with the mm-hmm. flex. Flex oh, appeal. I was, I was about to say flex tape. That's a different thing altogether. <laughs> <laughs> that's flex a, tape. That's entirely different God, thing. God, that's something, isn't it? Um, mm. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I would have been okay with Dana Brooke winning this match. Yes, and becoming number one contender. Bailey cementing her heel character and beating Dana Brooke. Yes. I'd have been okay with that. Maybe not a Survivor Series. That's a long-ass feud. Yes. But like a mini feud for like three weeks or something. Have her beat someone. Have a new number one contender for Survivor Series. essentially would have done the same job as if, when, if she beats Nikki Cross. Yes. Similar kind of deal Mm -hmm. going on there. Yeah. The Adnap 2 coming in. Uh, Miz was so hard on Bailey, I expected a match. It was so good. Between Miz and Bailey? Yeah. I'd watch that. I'd watch it. It'd be That'd awesome. Be, nice. be great. I'd love it's it. Two on one handicap match Miz versus Bailey and Sasha. Bailey and Banks. Christ, that'd be <laughs> awesome. Uh, we then got some about Crown Jewel. Swaff Daddy Johnny D says So if the Fiend and Rollins can't stop for any reason, are they going to fight forever? It literally can't stop <laughs> for any reason. Why did we, not, we didn't think of that. <laughs> literally, the bell doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The match can't stop, mate. You won? Tough. Keep going. They're going to be just fighting in every single upcoming pay-per-view. You just see them in the background. Yeah. Just fighting as, as Dean Ambrose and Corbin go past. That'd be amazing. Oh, uh, Brandon Clug said, Is The Fiend winning if the match can't be stopped? Honestly, I'm never getting my hopes up again. No, me neither. I'd love to see him win. I'm going to assume 
He's not. No, You're going to assume Seth is just going to beat him clean and the feed is going to die from there. Oh, please, no. I know. I really don't want it to happen, but oh. I refuse to get my hopes up anymore because Hell in a Cell ruined me. Mm-hmm. Timothy Jones says, Hey, guys, we all know Braun will lose against Titan Fury, but what happens after? Does he get a push for being a good sport or back to the same Braun? I would say the latter. Yes. Back to the same Very Braun. Back to the same Braun. He's just going to be a little bit angrier for a while. Possibly. I don't yeah. even know if they'll do that. They might just drop it straight afterwards. But like, Tyson Fury beat him, and Braun's just going to come out and be like, Oh, get in these hands! <laughs> Etc. What accent was that? That's what he does. He sounded like he was it from was, Somerset. It was a perfect impression, I get think you'll find. Get these hands. Get, get these hands, mate! Oh, man. Uh, Zach Econ Littner, who's been very generous with the Super Chats today. Thank you. Yes. Um, do pinfalls count as a reason? Fight forever? More of the same. Yeah. Just never end the match, ever. Uh, Dustin Pilon says, Prediction, Seth and Fiend brawl into the street outside the venue and Fiend gets hit by a truck. That is how WWE justifies stopping the match. No, no, no. They're not allowed. You missed it. It can't (laughs) be stopped stopped. for any reason. No. One of them dies? Tough. Keep fighting. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Walk it off. You've got to fight. It can't be stopped. Going going for the big infinite count. (laughs) (laughs) forever (laughs) referee just getting so tired like can I stop now there's no reason to stop 1003 right do you want to do the next slot then of these miscellaneous ones yes 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 yes. Uh, Sterling Van saying WWE make it believable that Roman can take a loss against one person 2019 has been a good year for Roman to be a more likeable wrestler Tension is key, so give him some rivals. Have him lose clean. 100% agree. Yep. 100% agree. Yeah. I think since he came back from uh, leukemia, Mm -hmm. I think he's been much more openly received by people. Very favorably received. They lost us a little bit around WrestleMania time, but they've kind of brought it back now. He's still very likable, still very over. Yeah. Uh, So I'd say, yeah, uh, have him have some big matches, but have him take some losses. Yeah. Be a top superstar who loses against big opponents. Exactly. It makes sense. It's not going to hurt him as a character. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, and if anything, to, to gain him even more. Think about it in 2016. <clears throat> Finn Balor beat him clean. Yeah. Did Roman suffer? Not at all. And it only served to, like, elevate Finn. Massively so. Very selfishly got injured. I know. How dare he? What an idiot. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. Next one. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy G... I got my beer 52 crates. Oh, nice. yeah. Nicely done. Ready for a lovely time with the boys. Keep oh, up yeah. the good work, lads. Dave, you are a great friend, not a fiend. Thank you. It's a great friend. Thank you. I'm just a friend, Jimmy. I'm not a fiend. You know. Still don't trust you. <laughs> you can trust me. <laughs> can I? Yeah. <laughs> Doing the head tilt. I don't like it. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jimmy G. Thank you for the support. And, of course, beer 52. Go down in the description. You get your free crate of craft beer. Ten beers. Ten beers for free. And all you have to do is pay for shipping. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. Win-win situation here. Do it. Anyway, moving swiftly on, Matthew Robinson. What do you guys think about a dream match, Io Shirai versus Riho? Uh, I think it would be amazing. Also, love you guys, Dynamic, for Saturday Wrestle Live Ramble. Hey, Thanks. not a ramble anymore. It's Wrestle Talk Live. Very important. The ramble name is dead. Never existed. Never existed. Uh, Io Shirai versus Riho would be awesome. Yeah, we'd love to see that. Love to see that match. That would be great. Um, and thank you very much. Yeah. Love it. Thanks. Thank you. Timothy Jones, uh, back again. Will Drew Gulak be taken seriously on SmackDown? It was his first night and he gets demolished by Braun and he didn't even seem as arrogant as he was before. <coughs> He's a comedy kook. 
which is such a, it's such a shame. Yeah, he's a, he's a comedy character now on SmackDown, which sucks because if you literally watched NXT last week, not this week's episode, but last week's episode, an amazing cruiserweight championship match against yeah. Leo Rush. Like, exactly. I don't understand how they how Vince McMahon can be so oblivious to what happens in NXT to be like. He just lost this Cruiserweight Championship yep. in a really, really good match. Potentially show-stealing match. Yeah. And now he's here jobbing to Braun. Like, I I don't know. It's just sad. And like, I hate it. Drew has, is someone who I wasn't a massive fan of at first. Mm. But he grew on me. Yeah. He forced himself to grow on me. He grew lacked on you? No. He grew grew lacked on you. Grew gulak. I'm trying. That is not your position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. I <laughs> Sorry. It's not your position. Name your sex tape. Carry on. Gosh darn it. <laughs> yeah, I hope he gets taken seriously. It's not looking good, though. No, not at all. Mon- Montauk. 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 Why not? Montauk. When will the SmackDown review be out, guys? Good question. Uh, it's being edited currently. Um, so is. as soon as it is edited, it will be put up. Uh, last week, it was uh, an extra special anomaly uh, because obviously it was the first time that Dave had done anything on there. So I had to help him through yes. a couple of things. And it was the editor's first time editing that kind of video as well. Yep. So it went out super duper late last week. But this week, there won't be as much of an issue. There's no news attached to it. It is just the edited review going out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a shorter video. And I got the the recording to him earlier. So hopefully should be out a decent time today. Fingers crossed. With any luck. Yeah. Uh, Justin McLean, Corey Graves said on the Pat McAfee, McAfee? McAfee. McAfee show that they read off, that they read off teleprompters. All the commentary is scripted. It's on the Friday, October 18th episode. Does not surprise me. No. Yeah. No, I mean, they're, yeah, they're absolutely read off prompters. They have everything pre- prepared in advance and anything that they say will be Vince McMahon telling them to say something. Yeah. He's in their ears. Yep. It's a shame. Yep. Uh, Guy2231, happy birthday, Chopper Pete. Still not my birthday, but thanks. You love it. <laughs> do I? Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, Lil Dominator was at the show last night. It was all right. I really want to see all 344 more slides of Gulak's PowerPoint to stall him getting buried. Yep. Absolutely. I really I want to see. I would love that, yeah. Ple- can, they, can that actually be uploaded? I, would I will that check that out. And more to the point, I want them to have been made by him. Yes, I want that'd be great. him to have done it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. It adds, you know, a certain sense of, uh, of artistic merit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. Maybe potentially, possibly perhaps. Next. Uh, Walu TV. Mayor of Painesville, Dan. We love him. Nice. Well, I love him too. Hello, yes. Dave. Welcome to the team again. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks, Thank Dan. You. You're a lovely person. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Zach Econ Lindner, Viscount Dave the Friend. Oh, yeah, that was another name you had. You had Viscount as well. Yes, there was a Viscount in there somewhere. Yeah. A title. God, I forgot you had so many names. A, a title and lands. <laughs> <laughs> Got lands somewhere. I have, I have grounds. Yeah. To build my mansion on. Yeah. I don't know where a mansion's coming from. <laughs> um, Matthew Robinson, what wrestler would you choose as your spirit animal? Mine would be Ortiz from AEW. Love their crazy work. What wrestler would I choose as my spirit animal? Is there a wrestler that sleeps a lot? No. Hmm. Ooh, uh, hmm. Wow, my mind has gone blank. I, uh, in my mind now, no one wrestles. There are yeah, no wrestlers. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Now that I'm my brain has just gone... Yet. Raw. <laughs> 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 like, 
can't think of anyone. Um, oh, blimey. We might have to come back to this. AJ Styles. Because he's cool. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's I, a really bad answer. from the follow-up to you saying he's cool has just proven why he wouldn't be your spirit animal. You don't know. We'd get along like a house on fire. Um, anywho, uh, we've got some new ones that came in after we started reading these. Matthew it. Robinson, who... Uh, Matthew Robinson and Zach Econ Lintner, you have super chatted a whole bunch. And I feel like it was Matthew Robinson last week as well. Yes, it that was. super chatted a whole bunch. Thank you. You guys are the MVPs. MVPs. Uh, Matthew Robinson says, we need the war room back, I agree. Yes. I need the Fox football robot. Absolutely, yes. It was fun that Luke and Ollie didn't know why it was there. Way to go, Pete, for knowing last week. I mean... It was an NFL robot. That's mm-hmm. as much as I knew. I don't know why it was there. Some sort of fox thing, I assumed. Yeah. We still I, don't know, we, really. We still don't have any concrete answers here. I, th- I think someone tweeted me saying it's a fox mascot. Yes, yes. And he's on, like, every NFL, like, production. He's always, like, there in the corner or anything. Mm. But, like, cool. Why is he on SmackDown? That's my question. Yeah, it's... Mm, not sure. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Zach Icon Lintner said, The D in my last name is pronounced like wind. So oh, Lindner. Li- Lindner. 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 That's hard to say. We'll get there. Promise. We'll get there eventually. Thanks for letting us know. Uh, Matthew Robinson said, Forever match. Seth starts running. Fiend. Uh, Seth, sta- Seth starts running. Fiend pursues in every night, both Raw and SmackDown <laughs> pay per views forever. forever. Yes. <laughs> they just keep going. Forever and ever. It's a never They're ending match. <laughs> Braun doesn't want to visit, run around with the ring. They're going the other way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 24-7 title shenanigans in the middle of a match, except it's The Fiend and Seth every time. Benny Hill music, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Absolute necessity. Sometimes Curve Your Enthusiasm theme comes in. <laughs> Be great. Uh, Jason Walker says, How do I get beer in the USA? Unfortunately, Beer 52 don't do it in the USA yet. I'm sorry. They're still a small company. They're, they're expanding. <laughs> But they're still a small company. They're expanding. Yeah. Unfortunately, you can't get it in the USA yet. But hopefully in time. In time. Hopefully you can. So we've got another email here that I'd like to read out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got one from Chris who says, Hello, everyone at WrestleTalk, whose names I'm currently too lazy to write out in full at the moment. Fair. First off, before I get into my email, I'm going to officially claim the title of Dave's number one fan. Oh, wow. You've got a number one fan, man. I have a fan. You have. This is beautiful. You have. I'm, you I'm have invested. not. Not only do you have a fan, you have a number one fan. I'm heavily invested in this. Do continue. Uh, I've been listening to what used to be called the Wrestle Ramble for a while now. That name is dead. Don't ever talk of it again. It's the Wrestle Talk podcast, and always mm-hmm. has been, <laughs> sort of. Um, and you guys talk quite a bit about D and D, and I love listening to the stories from your campaigns. As someone who's interested in D and D but has never played before, and whose experience with a <clears throat> Excuse me. And whose experience with RPGs begins and ends with video games and hasn't played many tabletop games in general, how would you recommend getting started in the world of D&D? Also, tips on how to actually find people to play with would be helpful as well, since most of my friends are in the same boat as me when it comes to tabletop gaming. Thank you for any help you can offer. Dave's number one fan, Chris Adams. P.S. Happy World Food Day, Chopper. Thanks, mate. Lovely. <laughs> well, thank you for the email, Chris. Thank you very much, Chris. That's 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 warmed my cockles. That mm. has. That's, that's steady now. Fantastic it's a family-friendly show, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That's, that's genuinely fantastic here. Thank you ever so yeah. much. Um, getting into D&D, I mean, we haven't been playing it for all that long. Yeah. Um, my number one piece of advice, do not start with a wizard. Just yes. don't do it. Yeah, I'd say that. Do not start with the wizards. You, you, you'll, you'll get lost. I did. Mm-hmm. I, I started with a wizard. Bad idea. 
really bad idea. Yeah. Um, there are there are simple builds to get into. Very basic your basic stuff like your fighters, to an extent your barbarians. Mm-hmm. Um, I would genu- genuinely say, in much the same way as actually as I started playing Skyrim, don't start with a caster. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it depends on exactly what you want to get from the game. Mm-hmm. But I'd say, at first glance, there's a lot of things that seem very, very complicated to someone who's not used to seeing them. Yes. So I'd say, yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna start and build a character, I'd say, yeah, try and keep it simple just for your first one, just so mm-hmm. you can get to grips with like the basic game mechanics and how combat works and things like that. Yeah. And then you can start thinking about, I understand the combat. I don't have to think about that stuff now. I can think about what spells can I use in this kind of situation? Exactly. Um, in terms of finding people, um, I would either look online, because there's always forums and places to go if people looking for campaigns and stuff, because you don't yeah. have to play in person. No, absolutely not. We do a lot of campaigns that are actually online through Discord and wherever yeah. else. Um, and also, if you've got any sort of uh, like gaming cafe or like some meeting place of that caliber where... Things like that are held. Yeah. Try and scope those out because was, uh, they, yeah. they, they're, they're great places for I it as well. I was going to say gaming bars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you tend to think they're more focused towards video games, but a lot of them will have some kind of tabletop um, uh, focus. Yes. At least somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can get out to any uh, gaming conventions, mm-hmm. a lot of them will also have a, a dedicated tabletop area. Yep. Um, obviously, you know, there are... Where, where did where did our friend say he was based? I don't know if it was mentioned. Um, but, um, I don't think it was mentioned. No. Fair enough. But uh, if there are any conventions like, out near where you are, um, and you've got the time, you can get there. Probably worth looking into. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like Pete said, online genuinely there are just forums around. There are a lot of forums where it's not just about meeting; it's about playing there as well. So that's worth that's worth a look into. I would say, um, mm-hmm. and just watching existing stuff. You know, D&D is something that's made a massive resurgence in the past se- several years. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of casting off the shackles of being this crazy nerdy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's becoming quite popular. It's a very good time to get into it, I think. There's a lot of big channels and people out there who are playing it. Yep. Um, a lot of voice actors who you probably know from stuff mm-hmm. are playing D&D these days. So it's a good time to get into it. Keep it simple to start with. Look around online. See if you can get out there to any locations. Uh, people are generally very friendly with it. That's what I'd say. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, just as a quick addition to that, I'd say, yeah, if you uh, if you want to understand how it works, if you really don't know anything about D&D, but it just sounds fun, I'd say, yeah, recommend definitely watch stuff. Yes. I'd say that's how I really got hooked on it because mm-hmm. uh, I, I watched Critical Role. And I, literally, first episode, I was like, this is amazing. I love it. Yes. Uh, also, High Rollers is another uh, one that's based in the UK. Yep. Um, there's uh, Xavier Woods on Up, Up, Down, Down did a couple of series of, uh, of that. If you want something that of mm-hmm. people a bit more familiar to you if you're a wrestling fan, um, I say if you're a wrestling fan, you're listening to a wrestling <laughs> podcast. So, you know, you'd think you would be. Um, so, yeah, there's lots of stuff out there for you to try and uh, try and find stuff. And a lot of these channels do have their own help sections. Yes, They'll exactly. Have a series yeah. of videos. There's mm-hmm. a handbook a helper. Handbook a helper, like yeah. And they just they will break down everything per video, mm-hmm. classes, items, spells, etc. Yep. Um, there's one final message I did want to get to. Um, and this one wasn't an email, but this was a Discord message that I got off someone called Beth. Um, who messaged me to say, hi, Pete, happy unbirthday. Mm-hmm. Um, they messaged me last Sunday, so it would have been the day after our last um, 
SmackDown review. So just wanted to say, I loved yesterday's SmackDown review with Dave. I think he's an excellent addition to the team, and I thought he fit right in with you being his DM as well as friend. That really doesn't surprise me. And thanks to the both of you, I made it through what turned out to be a rather unnecessarily stressful night shift. Which brings me on to the point, I want to hear more about your D&D games. Uh, if, you, <laughs> if you had more time, I would totally suggest you two running a D&D podcast, maybe Dice Stalker. Or, you know, just keep talking about it in the intro slash outro. Um, and then says, my partner, a fan of the Rust Talk YouTube channel, runs a 24-hour downtime role-playing server on Discord, and we run live games on Roll20 generally several times a day. We play 5e and PF2. If you haven't played, you really should. It's awesome. And as D&D nerds too, I thought it may be something you and Dave would be interested in. I understand you guys are super busy, but it's always nice to know options are out there. Again, the podcast was great, and I can't wait for the next episode. Keep up with the consistent consistency. Beth K from Leeds in the UK. That's a really lovely message. Isn't it just? That's a very lovely message. Literally indeed. responded, this was a lovely message to read. Right. That was that was what I said. And I said, I will I could do a lengthy response here, but I'll save it for the podcast where I can say it to Dave. Absolutely. Um, so I love the sound of that. That Discord that server sounds great. awesome. I will say, though, I'm very, very busy, so I can't promise how active I'll be in it. But it sounds very cool. I like I'm it. I'm not as busy. Exactly. Most so of my, I would most say, of my business is taken up with... D&D campaign. Yeah, D&D. So, yeah, a, a little more D&D is, is all right. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd say link me mm-hmm. the link to that server. I can pass it on to Dave. Yep. Um, and, yeah, we, we might see you in there. That would be fantastic. I mean, that would be rad. idea. And to our friend who messaged uh, previously, mm-hmm. that's another option. That's another option, yeah. yeah. See if you can get in contact with... Exist. Beth K from Leeds in the UK. <laughs> this make, make this happen, well, you know? if you guys are in the WrestleTalk fan server on Discord, you can find each other on there. Go to WrestleTalk.com slash Discord Perfect. and you can join the WrestleTalk Discord server and you can meet up there and get to playing some games on Roll20 through Discord. Man, we are great, aren't we? We are We are, we are just putting out so many fires right now. I know. It's it's amazing. And thank you, Beth, as well, thank for, you so much, for Beth. messaging That's us. That's a lovely message. That was lovely. Uh, but that is all the time we've got uh, on this episode of the WrestleTalk podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we'll be back on uh, Tuesday. I think Ollie and Luke will be back for the Raw review. Until then, thank you very much for listening. I love you all. Goodbye. Laters. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.